Hey, welcome back to Action Action, episode 104. First of our ho, 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 Louine. No, that's not right. It's Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. Our Christmas action, our Christmas impact. Oh my God. I don't know. These are getting worse. Chris Massacre. <laughs> Chris Massacre. Yeah, yeah Chris Massacre. It's, it's a Chris Massacre here on Action Action, <laughs> uh, episode 104, and we have Reindeer Games. Welcome, everybody. How are you, James? I'm good. Dustin. Yeah, pretty good. And I'm John. Uh, so, anything you guys want to talk about? Anything you guys saw this week that you want to <clears throat> recommend, see or avoid, watch or dis this watch? Uh, watch? watch. I watched two things. I watched uh, the Aladdin, the newest. <laughs> the live action. Yeah. How's uh, that for you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it was like a theater production, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I would avoid. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. Oh man, that. I was going to watch it for sure. I know, I know it's to. on your list somewhere. <laughs> uh, the other one is, uh, I was flipping through the channels and I happened to fall on Wedding Crashers. Oh wow. It's on, that Blast movie is on the all the time. That movie's awesome. I always, is it still good? Yeah, oh yeah. I was laughing so hard. Man, I haven't seen it in, in years. Every it's time I funny. turn it on, it's on the scene when they're having dinner. Yeah, that's the scene where it started. Oh, weird. For like, me. Every time I, I, I flip to it, it's always at that scene. Yeah. Odd. It's either like they're playing football or they're having dinner. Yeah. Who's the uh, asshole boyfriend guy in Bradley that? Bradley Cooper. Is it Bradley Cooper? There's so many people in that movie. Who was that other guy that was like basically the same as Bradley Cooper who was in a few things? Um, Cooper, and he was always playing oh, like a jerk type guy. Cooper, Cooper Bradley. Yeah, that's it. Cooper Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> he was in like stealth with Jamie Foxx shit. Now it's going to bother me. You talk. I'll look it up. Okay. Um, and he was basically like on the same career trajectory as, as Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper, but now no one never, now you never hear about him anymore. <laughs> Give me the name. Give me it. <laughs> Josh Lucas. Josh Lucas. Where the fuck did that guy go? Uh, he's in a couple of good movies. Yeah, sure. But oh, he was he? he was in Ford and he's uh sorry, he's not he wasn't in is it Ford and Fe- Ferrari? Oh, that co- new movie Ford and Ferrari coming out. Yeah. Well, uh he's in he's in Yellowstone. He's still alive. Well, yeah. he was on Yellowstone. Oh yeah, Yellowstone, yeah. Um Is that show any good? No. I watched I watched the first I watched, I watched the first episode. I started watching it and like, I thought it was blah. so fucking boring. It's boring. Uh, I like the idea. Yeah. Real dud. Yeah, that was a what was that a Paramount a Paramount TV show? It was. Um, the big thing about it though is that it was uh, it was written by um, oh yeah Taylor the guy, Sheridan right the guy Taylor that, Sheridan Sicario and yeah uh, like what did he write a no he didn't write Arrival did he Arrival no he did not what's the other right. things that he oh he did um, Hell, or be- Hell or High Water my best friend's wedding. Mm. He wrote Hell or High Water and uh, oh shit, something else too. I'm forgetting, but <laughs> he wrote, our, my brain is like he wrote, shit tonight. He wrote Sicario. He wrote Hell or High Water. He wrote and directed Wind River. Yes, Wind River. That's um, the Wind River. Of, that's which great, is so good. And so then when so that good. Yellowstone thing came out, I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. You got fucking Wind John's Rip- favorite, Kevin Costner in there. Wind River Costner. though was a bit divisive. A lot of people just didn't think it was like a lot, I heard a lot of like real, a lot of praise for it. But a lot of people, some 
things about a lot of people. Who the fuck knows what that is? Is what you hear that it, people the, are saying the direction. The <laughs> direction was say. a little bit meandering, but I, I I personally really liked it a lot. I, I liked it. I it was tight. I, yeah. tight AF. Friend of the podcast, Wind River. <laughs> the movie is a friend of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that all you watched? Wedding Crashers? Uh, yeah. No, he watched Wedding Crashers and, and he watched and Aladdin. Uh, Aladdin. Oh, Aladdin, yeah. Sorry, and forgot about it already. <laughs> not a banger. Guy Ritchie's Aladdin. <laughs> not a banger. Yeah. yeah. It's too bad. Uh, well, we're still, you know, actually in October when we are recording this, so I'm still in my... What? The magic is gone. <laughs> still watching horror movies. So it's a weird combo to watch a Christmas movie this week while I'm still watching horror movies. But I uh, watched a couple of Roger Corman-produced cheesy classics, uh, Humanoids from the Deep, which is about a town getting plagued by weird sea monster men, <laughs> which was a lot of fun. Uh, actually, that I think that's, like uh, that's not the right nomenclature. I think they go by mermen. Oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. The mermen from the deep. <laughs> I want to use the correct... Uh, yeah, uh, and then uh, I watched another one of his called Galaxy of Terror, which is basically an alien ripoff, and it's got uh, Robert England in it, and uh, Sid Haig, who just recently passed, is in it as well, uh, and that was a lot of fun too. It's just like, just cheesy, like, pretty gory, uh, fun, like weird sets and costumes and stuff. Like, you know, it's like, oh, let's make Alien, but we're gonna have like a quarter of the <laughs> of the budget for it. Yeah. But I uh, enjoyed those both quite a bit. But my not watch would be uh, the slasher movie Psycho Cop, which I watched last night, mm. which is just so why brutal. why not watch it? I mean, uh, it's the kills are just boring. It's just like you know, there's nothing fun about it really. The, the only thing that is a little bit fun about it is that it's a it, the acting hits that like special sweet spot of like so fucking shitty that. It has to be seen to be believed kind of thing. Oh, yeah. The guy playing the cop who is like, he's a Satanist and a serial killer and also a cop. <laughs> and also a cop. Uh, is just like hamming it up so much. Like it is. <laughs> wow. But I plan on watching the sequel, Psycho Cop Returns, tonight. N- nice. <laughs> so. You got it. Just a glutton for punishment. What can I say? Well, because uh, Dustin's already given away the, obviously, I mean, like we've ever hidden it that we're not in. The time we are, it's like an evergreen, but we keep giving away the date podcast. <laughs> uh, I just watch El Camino. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you watch it, Dustin? No, I'm saving it for uh, probably the flight to Tokyo. Dustin or <laughs> James, have you? Um, no. But you've watched Breaking Bad? No. Okay. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at you like, what? The sideways. I, you yeah. know, I knew this already. You had, told, you had mentioned I, yeah. it before. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm not. No, why are you fine. surprised? I'm not surprised. I don't watch anything. <laughs> it's fine. Quit. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. I was, so, <laughs> Dustin, I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Oh, good. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was really fun. I, I. Fan service is often a thing that's thrown around, like, obviously, as a bad term. As a pejorative. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Fuck it. It when it's made by people who actually give a shit and uh, and are having a good time mm-hmm. and are really good at what they do, it can work. And in this case, it totally works. Yeah, I, I don't find that hard to believe. I mean, Breaking Bad is excellent. Better Call Saul is excellent. So why wouldn't they? Uh, yeah, this movie be good. It, I did. I did hear that it was a lot of people felt it was kind of like. 
it didn't need to exist, but it was still very enjoyable nonetheless. Well, I, and that's such a funny thing to me, which is when, as a, you know, and that's what I guess what we do is we criticize things, but like when people are like, oh, this piece of like, you know, what's for lack of a better term, what's called art, like needs to exist or doesn't need to exist. It's like, well, like, who the fuck are you to say? <laughs> and also, it's like if people get enjoyment out of it, like, my point is, my belief is, is that if people, if more people get enjoyment out of it than, than don't get enjoyment out of it, then it, it it's a good thing that it exists, right? Um, for, so like uh, the for, Big Bang Theory, for example. Well, for yeah, Avatar, for for pop <laughs> art, for pop. I, and here's the thing: you you have to have those shitty things. Oh yeah, yeah. Transformers. That's fine. It's great if they want to exist. Then that's fine. Like it's not hurting anybody. Whatever. Have fun with it. Hard to begrudge it if it's good. Yeah, but it's definitely hard to begrudge it if it's if it is good. If you want to watch the Big Bang Theory, then fucking waste your time. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Have a great life, James. Well, you, yeah, but I you, love got, it. you guys like Young Sheldon, though, right? Well, you got to. Well, I mean, did you <laughs> natural go back and listen to <laughs> my Predators? Uh, Podcast uh, episode and talk and listen to how, what my feelings about when you uh, make autism a. <laughs> so, oh, so you're like you're not fans of the good doctor. <laughs> well, he is the next step in evolution, right? Yeah, I don't. It was fucking fun, man. It's fun. It's I. I I'm so happy to be back in that world and just with those people, and I, I really really enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I look forward to watching that for sure. Uh, my uh, my skip and watch it's it's a kind of a combo is Geostorm. Geostorm. Uh, Sorry, which James uh, and I started. Watching. I didn't even get to finish it. You you have to tell me. I haven't finished watching it either. Oh I, really? I stopped when when you. Had, oh well, I can fill in some gaps for James, you guys. Uh, James came over. <laughs> can you really? Okay, I saw. It, I watched it. Okay, let's, we're gonna spoil sort Geostorm. Of, I think I watched it like while I was doing like dishes <laughs> That's or something. Fine. We're, we're <laughs> it's spoil, totally okay. We're gonna spoil Geostorm right now. So we got to the point where um, the there was an Asian dude that like ran away from like the Earth erupting, right? Um, and then he came. Doesn't to... Doesn't that happen like eight thousand times in the movie? Oh yeah, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know this one particular dude. Yeah, he, yeah. he escapes and he comes to uh, New York or whatever. York, yeah, and then. Um, he gets thrown, pushed in front of a, tr- a car. car yeah. He gets killed, and then we we haven't we <laughs> not even remembering. <laughs> so we haven't found out who's behind everything yet. Like the brother can, on can Earth. A, can you make a guess? The government. I think it's Ed Harris. Boom. It's Ed Harris. That's like the. <laughs> Like the, it's like so obvious. It's like the lamest thing because if you if I had to watch the opening scenes, it's like a White House down kind of situation where it's like he's gonna take over because I mean you know to get to show people that we need to get what we need to get, or then we have to make a sacrifice and like well, yeah. kill all these people and then of course. blah blah blah. Which is really funny it's because natural. I heard about this thing and I so I can't remember what it's called. It's this, it's this theory that I just I just came across, which is that um, some fucking right wing cocksucker came up with where he said that America needs to just like pretty much grab a small country every 10 years and like just like pummel it just to prove it's just in to, charge just to keep their just to uh, prove that it's like yeah, the, well, you're the alpha dog you know you gotta like yeah. you gotta show uh, and that's kind keep of like them in line that's kind of the theory behind all these movies in a sense where it's like we need to get what it gets we gotta fucking hurt some people like, can you imagine that we're like you're a dad and you're like, yeah, I broke my kid's leg. Yeah. Okay. Every 10 years, I break a bone. 
Gotta show them the elf dog. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they're not going to respect you unless you slap them around a little bit, yeah. right? Mm, yeah, this I'm, is true. I'm 36 years old. I, <laughs> I'm waiting for, you know, a couple of years from now, my dad's going to just show up in the in the night. <laughs> just to remind you. And just to, he's going to break my arm yeah. in, in the night and, and just to show like, hey, I'm I'm owed respect. Stronger and I owe <laughs> yeah. you owe me, motherfucker. Yeah, man. Mm. So yeah, that's Geostorm for you. <laughs> I could have no I, I could have guessed it was Ed Harris within just like Oh just, yeah. As soon as, as, soon as you, you see him, you're like, oh he's a villain. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought as soon as I saw him. I was like, I'm guessing it's Ed Harris. Yeah. It's not Andy Garcia. He's the good president. He gets driven around in a car later by uh Gerard. Gerard and his Who's the female lead in that? Anyway. Some broad. Some broad. You heard here first. <laughs> James, come on, tell me. You're looking at the IMDb's. Uh, her character name? Ambience. Sarah Wilson? <laughs> Abby, Abby Cornish. Cornish. Oh, yeah. Oh, Abby. Yeah, Abby yeah, Cornish. You know, you know Abby. You know right. Abby. Well, that leads directly in no way, shape, and form <laughs> into 2000s. Should have been 1999s. Definitely 90s movie. John Frankenheimer's Reindeer Games. Roll the trailer. We walk out of here. What's the first thing you're going to do? Go out and get myself a mug of hot chocolate. A piece of pecan pie. All right. He was a reformed ex-con who wanted to start a new life. You Ashley? Smile for so long. She was the girl of his dreams. When I read what you wrote to me, I said, Here's a guy they say is a criminal, but he's not. When I get back in that room, you better be wearing nothing but a candy cane. Welcome home, candy. Hey, sis. But between them and happiness. What do you want from me? I read your letters, convict. He knows you worked at that casino. Stands a team of criminals who wanted to take down the state's richest casino. This is my luck. Finally meet a boy that I'm crazy about, and uh, my brother wants some worse than I do. You want to hear about some job of mine? I want some hot chocolate and some pecan pie. Let's start talking. I can really go for some onion rings. <laughs> what started out as love... Do you remember all those letters you wrote me about me and you against the whole world? We can have it all if you just give him what he wants. Could end up in murder. What did you think's gonna happen? This thing's gonna be over? He's just gonna let me go? He's gonna shoot me in the back of the head like this! You're gonna give me a disguise. You're sending me into an Indian casino dressed like a cowboy. It was that or a ballerina. Hey. He was talking to the managers like that. Something tells me you're not being totally honest with me. Rule one. Never put a car seat behind the wheel. Ben Affleck, Gary Sinise, Charlie Theron. In the new thriller from John Frankenheimer. Ow. Wow. Reindeer games. All right. Wow. So this is reindeer. What games. a treat! Wow. What a treat! Anybody know what reindeer games means? Um, don't play oh, this. It, it's when you're games? like, there's like a click, and you somebody's an outsider. You're bullied, like Rudolph. Is bullied. Like, yeah, Rudolph. Yeah. Uh, you know, like our character Rudy. Oh, in this movie. I'm going to be honest. Connect them. Connect, connect the dots. Connect the dots. <laughs> connect them. Oh my god. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy, Dustin, well, I, Dustin, he's like on it. 
Yeah. I mean, dropped in, dropped in trapped in paradise quotes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, love oh, I love it. This is what I love to see. It's Christmas. Are we doing trapped in it's paradise great. this we're, year? We're going to do it again, right? Yeah, well, we should geez. do it every year. I do think we should do it every year. <laughs> yeah. An, oh, an update on trapped in I, paradise. I think that if, if for nothing else, James, I think that you and I should do a special edition <laughs> trapped in paradise. Dark, you know what we should do? Is we just, we Still should, great. We Still should just awesome. have an, a guest every year. And force them to watch it and ask them what they think. I could get behind that idea. Yes. I think that would be fun. That that would be fun. <laughs> All right. Oh, connect the dots, eh? But here we are. It's Christmas time, and uh, what a present this was. It definitely <laughs> was. <laughs> was it? Yes. <laughs> this is the lump of coal of, of action films. Well, I mean, you get to see Lieutenant Dan with legs. Well, that is a bonus. So that's a bonus yeah. right there. The fuck is uh, Lieutenant Dan? Gary Sinise. Oh, this is coming from the guy who's never seen Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah, you've never seen Forrest Lieutenant Gump. Lieutenant Dan. I scream Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse to watch it. Come on. Uh, who is, uh, you know, he's chewing up the scenery. He's, Not really in a very enjoyable way. Yeah, so you, let me just, uh, let's break down this fucking. Yeah, give us the rundown. I'll read IMDB. Reindeer Games. 2000. Action, adventure, crime. Mm-hmm. 5.8. 5.8, that's generous. One hour and 44 minutes. I watched the director's cut, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, because mine was over two hours that yeah. I saw. I felt like it was two hours at least. I did read that they trimmed some down for the theatrical release, and then Frankenheimer put it back in for the... Because, you know, people were like, hey, man, yeah. I want to see that extended version of yeah. Reindeer Games. Because everybody was knocking on Fr- John Frank- <laughs> John F.'s door and saying, hey... Before you stop making movies and die. Can oh, you, my uh, God. This was his last movie. Yeah. Can you please just put out the director's cut of Reindeer Games? This, is the dude, <laughs> this dude did, like, some classic shit. He did yeah. the original Manchurian Candidate. Did uh, Birdman of Alcatraz. Uh, you know, French Connection 2. Then, uh, he, just two years before this, Ronan, like we were just Ronin. saying, with well, De Niro. Let's talk which, about- well, maybe not a classic, is a pretty damn entertaining movie okay so i have two things to say about this i just want to say this this is the the tagline from uh, imdb is after assuming his dead cellmate's identity to get with the other man's girlfriend an ex-con finds himself a reluctant partner participant participant, sorry in a casino heist that's a confusing badly worded uh, synopsis so i want to talk about the difference between this movie and ronin Frankenheimer's second last movie, I believe. Yeah, or at least like theatrical movie, release yeah. movie. So I, I think the biggest difference between those two films, um, other than cast and all that kind of stuff, is what you're going to see in the writing credit. So this is written by Aaron Kruger. Okay, what else did he write? So Aaron Kruger, has his first movie was a, a TV movie called Killers in the House in 1998. Okay, but anything From there he went to Arlington Road. Okay, well that's uh, so kind of entertaining movie. New World Disorder, I don't know what that is. Scream 3. Mm, probably the, arguably the worst of the screams. And Reindeer Games, both in 2000. Um, Reindeer Games had to have come up before this. Sorry, before Scream 3, I think. Maybe not. Did Ranger Games come out in January? It came out in February. Apparently, it was supposed to be released well, in December. No, no, then... Scream Three, I meant. Oh, sorry, I don't know when Scream Three. Ranger Games came out in February. It was supposed to come out in, in 
Ranger Games was supposed to come out in 1999. Yeah, in December of 99. Anyway, from there he wrote Imposter, The Ring, Rings, The Mm-mm. Ring 2, Skeleton Key, The Brothers Grimm, Blood and Chocolate, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, Transformers Dark Side of the Moon, mm-hmm. Transformers Age of Extinction, <laughs> Tin Man, Ghost in the Shell, The Brothers mm-hmm. Grimm, Dumbo, and the he is currently it's writing a mixed, bit of a mixed bag there. Here's where I get really upset. He is currently writing a Stephen King adaptation. Oh yeah, well, who, I, who isn't? <laughs> the Talisman. Oh shit! I a love, book I, love I actually that. really, really yeah, like. I love that one. So I'm really disappointed in that. Well, some of that earlier stuff you mentioned, he did write some pretty decent stuff, and that's what I'm hoping for. But the the big difference between uh, this movie, Ranger Games, and uh, Ronin is that Ronin was written by a guy named J.D. Zyke. Okay. Uh, he wrote, um, I don't know, a bunch of other shit that I don't give a fuck about. Um, <laughs> but somebody else wrote it uh, under a pseudonym named Rachel Weiss, and that was David Mamet. Oh, wow. Okay, that makes a lot of sense for Ronin. So I think that that's why... He knows how to write heist-type movies. Yeah, I think that that, that's, that might be the... The point in the which the, that the Ronin gets the uh, the edge. Well, I think th- I think there's a lot of blame we can spread around here for this movie because, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, John Frankenheimer made a lot of great movies, but the, you know, he's got to bear some responsibility here for this being a piece of dog shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much, you know, this is an incredibly talented cast in this movie. Yeah. You got Affleck, you got Charlie Theron, you got Gary Sinise, Donald Logue. Fucking friend, Donald friend, Logue. Friend of the show. Don, friend of Donald the show, Logue. Donald Logue, if you, Dan- I will give you $50 Danny Trejo. to say hello to me. Dennis Farina. For some reason, Isaac Hayes is in one scene in this movie. For some reason, Ashton Kutcher has, yeah, a, has Ashton a cameo Kutcher. in this so movie. So I was oh, watching this who, movie. Who is he in this? He's the college He's the kid, kid in the bathroom. Switches the co- he switches outfits with. Oh, to get away, I could. So I was watching this movie with, uh, wow. last night with Diana, and she was like, kind of just paying attention. I go, "Is that like an ugly Ashton Kutcher?" <laughs> oh yeah, because it, it looked like Ashton Kutcher, but like with the mustache, thing different. And, yeah, and yeah, it's two thousands. Sure enough, well, wasn't the seventy show on at this point? Oh yeah, yeah, it was on. I I don't. I mean, what year did uh, Dude Where's My Car come out? Oh, fuck, I love that movie. I mean, that's got to be right Where's around my car, this time, right? Where's my car, dude? Dude, where's your car? Jesus. Um, why, is Ron, why is Ron Jeremy in this movie? Wait, was he? Yeah. Who was he? Who was he? He's a prisoner. Oh. oh. I guess he his part might have got cut because I didn't remember seeing him. No. As Ron Hyatt. If anybody's going to recognize Ron Jeremy, it's going to be Dustin. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> the hedgehog. I know the hedgehog. There, <laughs> right there he is. The <laughs> there he is. He's like playing Where's Waldo. You just spot him yeah. in there. <laughs> where's the hedgehog? So a lot of talent, and I gotta. I'm gonna put forth pretty much the only person who's doing a good job in this movie is Charlize Theron. She, no way, man. She nails it. Donald, yeah, she nails it. I think she nails Donald Logue part. does a good job. Yeah, okay. Logue is he's, he's enjoyable. He's funny, but I mean, out of our our three leads here, I I gotta say Affleck. Not only is he woefully miscast in this movie. <sighs> yeah. This is he's, a good Nicolas Cage he's not, movie. He's not good in this. I don't think it's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, it's I got think Cage written all it's over. It's got Cage written all over <laughs> it. It would have been awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch that version. Uh, you know, I this would. Is, yes, no I doubt. Would. This is a 2014 John Travolta movie. I mean, if you, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But if with Cage, you know, you could just you could make some of those line deliveries pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, that's true. They're, yeah. like the, I want the, some pecan pie, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're gonna do okay. So Ben Affleck's in jail. Uh-huh. He, he. By the way, his character is a fucking asshole in this movie. Yeah, yeah. he is one hundred percent unlikable. He's a straight up rapist. He's, he literally <laughs> he statutory rapes a woman mm. in this movie. <laughs> well, sort of. Well, no, I guess technically she knew, she she knew what was going on. Technically, he didn't, but he thought he did. He thought he did. Mm-hmm. So he his cellmate he thinks gets killed. Nick. Yeah, who the fuck Saint is that Nick, guy? By Saint the way, Nick. Yeah, James Frain. I recognize him, but I couldn't pull. I recognize uh, him, but click on Frain there and see what he's in. Um, so he he's always reading him his letters about how his girl he's got this girlfriend he's never met on the outside you know these you know these prison relationships that start where women write letters to to prisoners such a weird phenomenon and then he tell he's laying on the details all the time about it he gets stabbed Ben Affleck's character gets out and he just like pretends to be the dude so he can hook up with with Charlie's Theron. So like, already Charlie, he's like a dirtbag, right? Uh, yeah, and here's the thing is like I understand. Okay, it's Charlie's Theron. She's an absolutely gorgeous woman. But why did he not just say, "Hey, my friend, hey, he was killed. I'm my so, best so friend, sorry." Yeah, my best <laughs> friend he, died. He gets on the bus, like the prison bus that's going to, you know, take everyone away from jail back to town or whatever. And he's like not going to say anything to her at first. He's just like he's he sees like, her standing there. Yeah. And he's just like well, whatever. Well, no, no. <laughs> Not my no. problem. So here's my... So I'm going to play the devil's advocate in this. And I'm going to say, his. I think his logic was he's out. He doesn't want to be involved in anything anymore. He just wants, he just wants to go home. He, what does he want to do? He wants to eat, right, drink. But he doesn't no, have but, the common decency to say, hey, I know you're waiting for Nick. I know. I agree with you. But let me, let me just say. <laughs> he's that, a convict. That's why this movie is such shit. It's because it doesn't follow its own logic in a sense. Where like... You you feel like he's a good guy, like you, because it has it starts off with his narration, like where he's like telling a story, and it's like this is my best friend. Yeah, no, the movie wants you to like him, but but it makes him completely unlikable. I know, but that's why this movie sucks, (laughs) is because it doesn't follow its own logic, where it's like he's like this is my best friend, blah blah blah, and then his best friend dies in a sense for him protecting him right he takes the shiv he takes the shiv for him and then he i think what what you think is going to happen is is like he's like i'm rudy is gonna like i'm going home i need to be done with this lifestyle and then you think okay no he's gonna get off he's gonna be like look um ashley you know unfortunately uh, nick is dead nick is dead and and, do you want to get, get some coffee and Instead, talk about it? <laughs> he's yeah. like, I'm Nick, my dick, not wet, you, let's go. Let's and go. it's like, yeah. no, what, what the fuck? What, you now, from I, I guess it's all supposed to be justified because, spoiler alert, later on we find out she's pulling a fast one on him. She's part of this oh, whole which fast scam. one? She's pulling which two one? fast there's, ones. There's more than one going on. Ooh, a lot of, a lot of twists, a lot of turns, a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Shocker. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so in the, in the meantime, he's like, yeah, I'm Nick. Let's hook up. They, they're banging. Yeah. Then all of a sudden her brother, Gary Sinise, who, by the way, was in a relationship with Charlize Theron at the time of this movie. Oh, man. You know, <laughs> For he, real. He, so he mm-hmm. peaked there. He peaked, yeah. He definitely peaked there. <laughs> he definitely. Uh, 
he comes in. He's got his gang of cronies, and they're like, "Hey, Nick, you're gonna te- you you know we know from your letters to my sister that you uh, worked at this casino, and we're, you're gonna help us fucking rob it, basically." Mm-hmm. And then right away, he's like, "Look, I'm not Nick. I'm sorry. I lied. I just wanted to fuck your sister." Yeah. Uh, and then he proceeds from that point on to treat her, even though at this point we still think she's a good guy. He treats her like absolute shit from that point. He's like, fuck you. Don't touch me. She's like, Nick, Nick. And he's like, fuck off, basically. Yeah, yeah. He's like a total dickhead to her. He's like, you and your fucking brother, like, fuck. Fuck you. Yeah, remember when you raped her? That's like, why is he so mad at her? I mean, yeah, okay, so. But this is such a, this movie couldn't be made today. Like, it couldn't. Like, this is well, a I wouldn't. No, but I'm what I'm what I mean is like the situation and the way that this is played out would not be accept it wasn't really accepted that actually that's not true. This movie sucked and no one <laughs> I've read reviews. No one brings up the fact that he's a rapist. In a way. No, it's like, yeah, totally. Yeah, like, they're oh. like well, you know, what would you do? Yeah, yeah, what would you do? Prison and there was yeah. a hot girl, and you could pretend to be Yeah, her. for five years. <laughs> well, yeah, everybody's mean. like, I'd revenge the nerds, sir. <laughs> oh. Like, and that's what yeah. it is. I think that's what we're supposed to We're supposed to go along with it and be like, well, you know, I mean, you can see why he'd do that, you know. And then we're supposed to feel, like, sympathy for him once he's being, you know, tied up and beat up by these guys and forced to go along with this robbery plan. Yeah, and then the thing is that he gets completely abdicated of his sins by the fact that we find out, hey, spoiler alert, the real Nick's still alive. And well, we, find, we in, find out that at the, like, the very end. Yeah, and set the entire thing up. <laughs> right. And that a, she actually knew she was fucking Rudy. Plan, well, like, and he even says, like, so many things could have gone they wrong. They had to throw that line in there just because right at it that point you're no thinking, sense. like, this, none of this makes sense. Nobody, Why would you do this like this? How would you know he would go along with it the whole way? You wouldn't. And he's like, how'd you know I would like do, pretend to be you? And he's like, because you listened every time I read her letters. Oh, that was fuck. That, that was that was yeah. it. Like, but also, um, Ben Affleck's character Rudy, he was never part of heists either. Like, no, he was a he was a car. He was a carjacker. So why did they think like, oh, you know, he'd be perfect for this robbery? Rudy, who's never. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess anybody. he's thinking like, well, I can keep myself out of any trouble by getting other people to rob the place for me. But I think that there is a way to make this movie with the same plot and just do it better. Yeah, yeah. It's. I really I don't feel like there's, understand. There's probably the, a clever way to figure it out. I think out, there's the a way. They did not. Figure I think it there's out. a way of doing it in which, like, uh, first of all, Nick, uh, or sorry, Rudy doesn't lie. Rudy is Rudy. It's not the fact. It's not uh, Ashley. Isn't like a pen pal. Ashley is like the actual girlfriend of Nick. And well, she was was the actual girlfriend. I know, but but like, but Nick was Mitzi Boback or whatever. (laughs) Nick was supposed to get out and do this one last this one job that he had planned out to like pay off a debt so that him and her were or or she was out from underneath her brother. Right, mm-hmm. like they could have set it up that way, or and then, he could have got out and, and met with her and said, "Hey, this is fucked up. Nick got killed." Nick got killed. Then she could have been like, "I'm in this shitty situation. And, Can you help me and pretend and, to be and Nick?" It, and they could have <laughs> pretended that that it was still her brother, 
Like that, that Gary Sinise was still her brother and that she had to get out from underneath him. And the only way was if they robbed this casino. Right. And, and they couldn't. Then he would have been more willing to go along. And then, was all right. and then she st- they still could have had all the sex scenes. Because I'm sure <laughs> that was a big part of this movie was to like to be like Charlize Theron, like is nude. Like there's no way that wasn't a selling point. In <laughs> that the wasn't studio. a selling point. Yeah. I, I think the reason why they did it the way they did is so that throughout the whole movie, you don't know if it's finally going to come out that he's not Nick and that whole tension. That, yeah. That's yeah. the point but that makes me of the so, whole thing. That makes me so angry. Cause like there's a part where Gary Seuss is like, you're not being honest with me. And he's like, as, the, as an audience member, you're like, no motherfucker. He said he wasn't mm-hmm. Nick. Mm-hmm. I, I know, but I think you're meant to believe they're all pretty fucking dumb. But like I was just saying, like if he went and he then was conscripted by her to pretend to be the guy instead, then you'd still have that where he's trying to pretend to be him and pretend to know he knows about the casino. Right, but then you wouldn't have the twist at the end that no one saw coming. That you definitely needed. But you could still have the twist at the end if if, like the whole idea was that that, um, like Ashley was need to get out from underneath her brother like she she has some kind of debt she owed her brother and or like that that the real nick owed her brother right, right. and then nick was able to pay it off and then her nick and ashley would be free but and what, then nick what would dies. be his motivation it, it doesn't matter but like say it was something like they, a, a deal went wrong right and and they owed they owed uh What's his name? Gabriel, Gabriel. money. Yeah, so yeah. Then, Angel and then, Gabriel. So then Rudy. So Rudy comes out having having seen pictures of Nick's sister. This or yeah, girlfriend, yeah, I know. girlfriend or whatever. This entire time, uh-huh. and then been like, um, he falls. He falls for her. He's always fallen for her because he read her letters the exact same way. See, that's what they want. You want they want you to think he's sweet because he likes her letters. They could have so done it sweet without the rape and then it would have been okay yeah and then without him also um becoming so cold to her after he's caught in the situation that he put himself in by pretending to be this guy and i think that actually would have been a really cool movie where it's like this good guy who's trying to do right and then the twist at the end would have actually made sense and actually you could have actually had double the double twist where like they're dating and he he because he could have been conflicted then and be like wait a second is like this actually her brother like what's going on maybe if you wanted to do that i wouldn't have done it it's weird <laughs> i don't understand wait, why they're I- not really supposed to be brother and sister right no <laughs> no <laughs> because when they're in the pool in that hotel oh they're definitely not like, come here brother and like start, yeah what would daddy in the pool what would daddy say if he saw right. oh god <laughs> 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 hey man, love is love. Don't don't kink shame. Yeah. No, Rudy Giuliani just fucking marries his first cousin. I know, that's what I mean. Jesus. Love is love, man. Uh there's a couple things I do like in the movie. I do like the environment. Like they're in this I don't know, it's like all snowy and they're just in these like yeah. shitty Prince truck George. stops. It's yeah, Prince George. Yeah, it's Prince George. And they're in these shitty truck stops and uh you know, crappy motels and, right. and all that kind of stuff. And it's Christmas time or whatever. That stuff all kind of, at least, I don't know, oh, kind of works for me. That totally works. I love all that shit. I, wa- I was watching the movie and like, I think that's like, it's this thing that we don't really talk about very much from being from like BC is like, we always talk about how like, um, we watch movies and it's like, it's 
oh, like that's BC. Like it, mm-hmm. but like it's almost always Vancouver. There's kind of this really really cool thing I think that we have that we get to have, um, where we watch these films and it feels like we're it, it it's more real. Because it feels like it's happening here. Like I've been to these places. Yeah. I've stayed at these shitty like, motels. Yeah, or like I've like mm-hmm. I've literally driven right past something that looks exactly like that. Like there's this thing where like these movies that are shot in the, the Pacific Northwest feel like home. Yeah, I mean, in to a us. Sense, <laughs> to yeah. us. Yeah. Like so I think that there's something that's like that's kinda cool about that that we don't take for granted, but we don't really like Yeah. We don't really talk about. Like and it is cool. Like because I was watching it and then I, I read it, I was like, it's supposed to be Michigan. It's supposed right? to be Michigan. I'm like, this isn't fucking Michigan. And I read a little bit further and it's like, oh, it's shot in Vancouver and Prince George. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, in Van- Vancouver, uh, what do you think was shot in Vancouver? Like, it was the, shot in, uh, yeah. I was going to say, like, maybe the casino scenes or something? No, I think the scenes at the hotel and shit like that were, like, shot in probably, like, Langley or, like, hmm. Hope or something like that. Like, That's one of them real shitty motels where it's like, concrete fucking like or brick like inside walls yeah you know what i was looking at that and i'm like is that actually block wall or is it just painted on i've seen i've seen that shit you remember that hotel behind rivers rivers diner yeah that really shitty that one is like that because jeans had to inspect it remember when uh, we were in ontario last time and there's that oh yeah that really shitty really shitty motel yeah there's this really shitty motel for like near my beppa's house and uh, it's just like a, it's a single, it's two single story buildings, I think. And they're, uh, they're just straight brick. Yeah. And they are nothing but brick. Like, they're, like mm-hmm. there's nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Nice inside, and chill, nice and chilly. Inside, <laughs> outside. It's like $50 a night. Yeah. Like, no tell motels. Right, yeah. I really want to stay there. For some reason, I found that aspect of the movie kind of charming, uh, being in those locations. But uh, and I do kind of—it's weird, but I do kind of like Clarence Williams the Third's uh, line that, that recurring joke he has is Merlin, where he's like, "What do you say to Santa's dwarfs?" dwarfs. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, it's dumb once you get the actual later delivery when uh, when Rudy's got the water gun full of liquor and he right. shoots him with while he's lighting the smoke. You say thank you. Say you. Thank you. Right. Um, so these guys are supposed to be drunk, drug runners, gun runners, whatever. Yeah, they're like truck drivers who run drugs. And they have a truck that growls. They're sons of anarchy. They're growls. Yeah. Did you not notice that? Anytime the truck is... Yeah, I did. It's like growling. It wasn't really? It has a sound yeah. effect. Yeah. I did not notice that. Plus... Um, Just you, it was like the Jakes or something. You run guns... And you're in a truck that has like all this custom artwork on the side of it. <laughs> it's like it little stands out. It really stands out. Yeah. And I think it even has whatever the Gabriel, I think it has like his name that he goes by. His insignia on it? Yeah. No, really. I didn't notice that either. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> Gabriel. Just, this is Gabriel's truck. You know, something. Gabriel's to, gun running truck. The only thing more noticeable was if he had like the, the Green Goblin truck from uh, Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> to speak on that, though, is I actually like the, there's the one line I really like in this movie is when um, when Ben Affleck is, is talking is it to Donald Logue where he's like, right now, you're just a truck driver. Yeah, and he's like, once he's you like, do this, once you do you're this, gonna regret it. You're yeah. gonna regret it. I really like that. I thought that was actually really well written. I thought it was really well acted. 
Yeah, but it's like it, you're right. That, that's a good scene. It's a really, but it's, good, like it's a really one, good scene. It's like a one minute moment in a sea of shit. It is true. <laughs> but I think what we should really talk about is we should talk about the action in this movie for for lack of it. But let's. I mean, let's most of about, it comes towards the end. Let's talk about the action scenes in this movie. Um, what did you guys think? Well, yeah, not not great. The greatest. Uh, once you know the casino heist is all right. It's okay. Somehow. It's all right. I mean, for it's, for this movie, it's, it's right, very standout. But that's yeah, because, because you wait a long time. For you it. wait really long. The it's got the right level of violence and like blood. I think for you know I, shooting the cops and see, stuff. I'd, it's I'd, just, I'd, yeah, I'd say it does at the very end. Um, I feel like this must have been a really cheap movie to make. Yeah, probably. Uh, Thirty six million, I think. That's my. That's my. What was the forty two million? Forty two million. And what did it, what did it, did it make? make? Thirty six. Um, so we're in there. In the U S. It made twenty three. Twenty three worldwide. worldwide thirty two. Oh, okay, yeah. Oof. I knew it made thirty something. Did not make its money back. No. I think that the uh, to call this an action movie, I think, is being generous. Yeah. Uh, it's more of a crime movie. It's kind. Of, it's a crime movie, but. The uh, the action sequences don't they don't pan out properly. I think that they're it's just a lot of lost opportunity for some cool shit. Um, even when we have uh, uh, Dennis Farina like yeah when he pulls the, the Uzis the, out of the safe. So I want to ask a question. Pow Wow safe. The Pow Wow safe. So this is this is a big question. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> I watched this movie completely sober, no drink. I've, I never drink. Like so, mm-hmm. there's no way I can. Uh, misunderstand anything okay mm-hmm. so Nick had talked to Rudy about this place yes right, right. so there was a powwow safe mm-hmm. powwow thing right mm-hmm. and the idea was that what we get is that like the reason that it's called a powwow safe is because he opens it up and he has guns in there Right, and he says, and he's pow like, "Pow wow!" wow. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, that's awesome. I mean, also because it's a native casino. Yeah, yeah pow wow, motherfuckers. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that racist shit aside. Right, right. But like, when Dennis Farina opens it up, and Dennis Farina is just being Dennis Farina, you cannot slight him in any way. No, he's I mean, just, I wish he had better lines to deliver, but he's he's doing his best. He does his best. Mm-hmm. Um. Is Nick, the original Nick's plan that everyone's going to die except for Rudy? (laughs) Yes, he planned it out perfectly. No, I don't know. I don't know if he would have... Did he tell him about the powwow safe so that he could use that information? Or did it, or is it really just, or is it really just something that he mentioned in passing to him? No, it was because it was such a central part of... Well, they, needed to, they all needed to die, yeah. It was, but the, the, the safe was such a central part of why they were robbing it. Yeah, but which then... Which doesn't make any sense. Well, no, they were already planning on robbing it. I know then they he were. tells them, oh, yeah, but no, you still need me because I know about this safe. Well, it seems like he makes it up, but then when he says, oh, it's behind the liquor cabinet. It almost looked like it was an accident. He's like, I'm glad it's there. Yeah, because they don't play any of it. Like, there's no consistency to how it's being played. Yeah. Yeah, Like, they want you to think that that, uh, you know, he's making shit up. But then it is, then it turns out he actually did know about it. So then, 
but but it's like oh but also we'll just play it as if like oh thank god it's actually there and like and that's the thing is like i think that it was it was played off like it was it was just happened to be there but then when he opens it he's like powwow like he, yeah, says, he says the that. words powwow as in like he knows what's about to happen yeah but why couldn't nick then have described the fucking layout of this incredibly <laughs> simple building yeah <laughs> this shittiest looking casino ever why, like, why committed to film <laughs> why didn't nick just be like all right so this is how i would rob this place if i was going to rob it right I mean, this place looks like if Pub decided they were going to open a yeah. casino. <laughs> yeah. Which is totally exactly. true. But like, but like, if Nick, if the whole idea was that Nick was going to rob this place, like, and they were, sorry, Nick was going to get Rudy to rob this place, why would he not just have explained, when I get out, I'm going to rob this place. Yeah, yeah. This is how I would do this it. This is how I'm going to hit it, yeah. And he would talk about that every single day mm-hmm. for just six like he months. Talk, just like he talked about like, Ashley. Like, like, this fucking writer is so dumb and like well, i don't really I, I i always have like I, I, like I have critiques about stuff like that like about but like this script is so fucking shit i know but along the way realizations should have been made and they should have been like hey we got to go back and change this because this doesn't fucking play like it's just dumb like there's so many things yeah. that don't make sense and, yeah, this, and like you know that's why they have to throw in that line for nick at the end where he's like yeah, we'd realize like everything could have gone wrong at any time, but we just took a shot. Like, <laughs> yeah, we knew it was a long shot. Uh, yeah, there's a million things that could have gone wrong, which there is because, like, for example, Gary Sinise tries to shoot uh, Rudy when he's running away. He almost drowns his fucking girlfriend. In that part. Yeah, like there's all kinds of stupid yeah. shit. She like hits him to keep him from shooting him, and she goes falling down the hill, like all this. Kind she of stuff. also like. Like grab the steering wheel and like they could have gone off the hill right. in the car. Yeah. Like the, there's so many things. Yeah. 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 I don't mind. I mean, it doesn't like I don't I don't get any like satisfaction out of it because I don't give a shit if Rudy wins at the end. No. But but the way that Frankenheimer like shot that part with him backing into the guy and then driving over her and all that 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 that's fine. It works. It's it's good enough, I guess. Like, um, well, if he's gonna be your hero. Then he, they did a fine job at the end, right? And, and you know that I think that would have played pretty sweet if if I cared about him, if I wanted him to yeah, come yeah. Home I, but I wasn't when he got home and he was putting money in all the mailboxes. I wasn't like, <laughs> oh man, yes, yes. <laughs> and the people who own that casino are still out the money. Yeah, they you were fucking robbed. asshole. He's like giving the money to his neighbors. Also, the um, the acting when okay they they pull him. They pull Rudy off out of the lake, bring him back to the hotel. Then they he throws darts at him, yeah. and he acts like it's the worst pain in the world. <laughs> I mean, it would hurt, I'm sure. But yeah, he's, but he's, come he's, on. He's, he's, he should be numb, right? Because he he's be, frozen. <laughs> no, no. He should be literally dying. He has hypothermia yeah, at this point. Exactly. He, he has hypothermia. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, they don't change his clothes. Yeah. He's in his like, sopping wet ice clothes. Maybe this is like a northern thing, like north, nor, like the north of America and Canada. Like in speaking of North America, would, would understand the fact that like if you fall in a lake, an ice covered an ice lake, covered lake like that, you got like a limited amount of time to yeah, fucking like yeah, you have to start a fire there, and, like, <laughs> and you're you're warned about this shit 
Like all, like you learn about this you stuff in strip, school. You would strip out of those clothes, and you uh, you would you know, get warm, and yeah. you would raise your body temperature. And mm-hmm. this is the fact that like he's still wearing the wait. Would, it's so stupid when like they show him at the hotel and he's wearing the same clothes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's dead. Yeah. And he's like, shivering uncontrollably. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, he's dead. He's gone. Bye bye. It is kind of funny when he's like, "Let's have the dart throwing contest, and whoever gets closest to the bullseye, you, if you win, and you can just take Ashley and go." And he yeah. throws, he throws it way off. It doesn't even hit the the dartboard, Gary Sinise. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh man, that's too bad." And then, he, but he knows that he's like shaking uncontrollably, so his dart just like falls on the floor. <laughs> so he still loses. I mean, that's kind of funny. I guess. <laughs> Is it? Laugh, James. I um, like how they treat like how they treat women as prizes. Yeah, you think that's funny? Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> She's a, so a woman is a prize to be won. I mean, and this whole movie is like that, right? Like, this, no, this whole movie has like absolutely no respect find out for women. She's evil, and she was the one who was masterminding it all along. Uh, I think she has no respect for women. <laughs> uh, she did say, Charlize Theron, that this is the least favorite movie. She's ever. I know. Made. I read that. I did read that. That's a bummer. She's like, oh, I just wanted to work with John Frankenheimer, which, yeah, of course. Well, of course. And unfortunately, this is what <laughs> she turned out to be. Well, luckily, she probably Good said Lord. it after he was dead. Yeah, I mean, he died two years after this. He probably yeah. died because of this movie. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> I'm gonna say, <laughs> wow. He was like, oof, and then Ben died. Affleck killed. Hey, you know, I'm fuck Ben Affleck. It wasn't Ben Affleck. It was the guy who wrote it. <laughs> yeah, but Affleck is bad in this. Like he's painfully no, bad. He's not. The he's scene, just or the scene at the diner he, where he wants he his is. pie. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! He's, he looks like he's acting like Kevin Smith. Yes, movie. it's a Kevin Smith movie delivery. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is because that's probably all he basically done up to this point. Yeah. What was he in before this? Like Armageddon, Goodwill Hunting, few Kevin Smith joints. That's about it, right? Yeah, Dogma, Boiler Room, Forces of Nature. Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare, wasn't that like Phantoms a like Oscar? a motherfucker. I mean, I he like did Phantoms. what? Pearl Harbor after this? Is that his next big one? Bounce. Don't forget Bounce. Oh, Bounce. <laughs> yeah, and then Pearl Harbor. This guy made some shitty movies, I'll tell you. Well, he, some of all he, fears. He listened oh, yeah. to, he listened, what, is it him or Matt? No, he said it to Matt Damon. He's like, Daredevil. Daredevil. Two for, isn't it two for them? Yeah, one for yeah, one for them, one, one for me. One for them, one for me. Yeah. Boiler room. Bop, 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 Surviving bop. Christmas. Hey, that is a Christmas movie we should have Sw- done. We should do school Surviving ties, Christmas guys. With ben let's, Affleck. Go, let's do school ties. So should we wrap this movie? Up? Yeah, I mean, do we have anything much more to say about it? Yes, I do. I want to say this. I want to talk about the action in this movie for one second. I want to talk about the casino high scene. Um, I thought that there were aspects of this that were really fun. Um, I, I do like the idea that the, that um, uh, Dennis Farina was letting everybody go. He's just drinking straight vodka, and, it, and uh, he's like, oh, "Go home to your families." And then all of a sudden, these—it's kind of this fun thing where like, the Santa Clauses come in, yeah, and like you can't keep track. You're supposed to right. The There's idea a bunch is of that them. yeah, that you're not supposed to Here keep track of like where they are, who who's who, and. Um, and then Ben Affleck fights an old man, right? Which isn't, it's it's just not done for enough. Didn't, didn't laughs. it feel like there was enough? Uh, like there was sorry, um, 
so few people in the casino. It felt like there was like four people and then the Santa Clauses. In this yeah, there was, so, well, yeah, there was there, only supposed there to be many. like half a dozen people, right? Because it was supposed to be Christmas Eve. Eve. Right. Um, I thought that that stuff was really fun, the way they, they, they did it. Um, and like I thought that they kind of were trying to go into like this clever like heist thing, but they don't set it up properly and it's never deserved. Um, like they, they're, they're trying to, to say, oh, Ben Affleck on the fly comes up with this cool idea, but he, he doesn't earn it. He doesn't earn the fact that he, he, he should have a clever idea. Well, right? Donald Logue, uh, kicks in the door where the safe room is and then there's three dudes with guns and they blow them away right and immediately. With, yeah. And the thing is, is like, you're supposed to say like, it's supposed to be, there was no guys with guns in there. And Ben Affleck was supposed to have set them up. Right. Like knowing that, but like, you, but it all just kind of, it all kind of feels accidental. Like he yeah. didn't, he didn't know whether or not there were guys with guns in there. But I do like, I do like when the action starts, there's some kind of like, the shot, like the shots are good. Yeah. Yeah. Like sure. the, the, they're shot well, like the action se- sequences are, are done well. Um, I like the way that they show the carnage afterwards. Yes, that, that, that is like that's that the best. Is, and the movie opens with that. Yeah. It's bookended by that, right? And that is the best. Yeah. That is the best part of the movie is showing just like the straight carnage. It gives you almost a Fargo feeling of like, here's where we're going to end up. And let's, now let's see how we get there, right? Yeah. Except then, you know, how we get there is nothing's fucking, Nothing's fucking earned. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really drawn out. And but but it is fun. Like like even just like the the way they have the like I said this earlier, like the the one Santa Claus like in the car, like just like lying there, he's dead, right? Mm-hmm. And there's just like the bodies and yeah. I thought all of that stuff was like really well done for a different movie. And it didn't the action sequences sequences in this film didn't really deserve the the outcome. Cause it's pretty much just Dennis Freeman just shooting wildly. Yeah, I do want to give it up one more time for Charlize though, because she plays the earnest girlfriend part, like nails that part, mm-hmm. and then she's also good as like when she switches to the evil part. I mean, I don't know if it makes a lot of sense, but no, she is good. She plays she she plays it like better than anyone else. And in the I, movie. I, actually, that's a really good twist, not twist, but like it's a good turn as well. Like it's an it's like a like a heel turn where she drives the car through the door. Yeah, and yeah. She takes takes like, out the cops. That's a really like, that's really well done. Like mm-hmm. as a like film film wise, like the the shot is really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, the reactions are actually really good. Like Ben Affleck like reacting to that and being like, "What the f-? like?" Well, he already knows too at that because he saw them in the pool, right? But this is when she like has full on switched now. Like yeah, she's- and I think that all of that stuff is done really well. But there, how much credit can you give these tiny little like? Yeah, we're finding crumbs in a, you yeah. know. It's almost like what we're looking for is like we're seeing, uh, if this was if this was like a good film, these are the points that we would be like, these are the icings on the cake. Instead, right, yeah. these are just these like. These are like the only things the, you the can crumbs. sift through and, yeah, and find any kind of. If this movie was amazing, we would be like, oh, and remember, and, and then when she does this and like the, the, the shot there and like the reaction from Ben App, like. All that kind of stuff would be like to propel it over, yeah. The line, and instead, it's like they do those little things really well, and nothing else kind of. Yeah, and I had seen this before, and I totally forgot that it was. I mean, not totally forgot. I shouldn't say that. When I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, that wasn't very good." But 
I didn't think it was like it was wretchedly terrible. <laughs> I knew it wasn't really good, and when I was watching it with Diana, I was like, she she kind of came in like partway through, and I'm like, so this is the movie, and I'm pretty sure Shirley Theron is bad. Oh, you didn't remember? I can't remember why she's bad, but there's going to be a double cross, and I forgot the Triple fine... cross. I... No, it's just a double cross. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess depending if you count uh, Rudy pretending to be Nick in the first place. Is a... I forgot... No, it's not. I don't know. It was intentional. I forgot the double cross for, for, for Charlize. I forgot the, mm-hmm. the, the Nick at the Right, end. she's still with Nick. And Did you remember that, James? She kills Gabriel. I didn't remember that. I, I remembered... I don't know if I remembered that she was bad, but... You could tell she's bad. I mean, I think at the beginning you yeah. can kind of see it. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I mean, she uh, plays it. It's almost she. She almost plays it too her good. acting is amazing. It's, for it's sure, almost, it's almost too good because you're like, well, this has to be going. Something's weird. Right no, I, so I think that this movie sets it up obviously that she's bad because even in a world like this, there's no way a woman who looks like her and has her demeanor. She has to, first of all, she has to write to fucking prisoners. To, is writing to, to prisoners. Do you, do you understand what I mean? Like, right. like if, if this movie was remade, like in the way that we were talking about where like she's actually with Nick, right? They would make her probably abused and like beat down by her brother and her family. Like, so like they would lower her self-esteem to mm. like to the point where like they don't, yeah, and then we're getting into the actual psychology of it all. And like, and yeah, like there's just the there's there's a way to make this movie. It's just way more. It's bigger than yeah. what this is. Mm-hmm. But let's rate this thing. Yeah, let's rate it and get it. It's my over movie. With. My quotes and tropes. I'm giving it a three. Sorry, a two. And my overall reaction is a three. I don't know why. <laughs> it ends up with a two point eight. Yeah, my reaction is uh, two overall one point eight. My reaction is also a 2 and a 2.4 overall. So that gives it a 2.3. <laughs> it's down there. It's That's down there. pretty Which low. puts this movie tied with Battleship. Is that like in the bottom 10? It is number 95. <laughs> out of Tied with Battleship. So who wants to go first? Uh, uh, I think I would marginally put it ahead of Battleship. And I don't even really necessarily know why. I mean, Battleship to me is like something I would never want to watch again. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to watch this ever again either. But if I was flipping by on Amazon, I might watch five minutes of it. I don't Strangely know. enough, I don't know why. I'm just going to put it ahead of Battleship. Yeah. I have no reason to put it ahead. I mean, when you're talking about things this low, yeah, it's just arbitrary. Who gives a fuck? So it, I'm gonna get it ahead. really doesn't matter. So I'm going to make James make the decision. <laughs> Well, well we just, we both, the decision's we already been the made. We both said no, you said it was behind Battleship. No, I said ahead. Shit, I'm going to put it behind Battleship. <laughs> He's going to switch. Oh, okay. <laughs> now you do have to make the decision, James. Because I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> what will it be? <laughs> I will put Battleship ahead. Wow. You well, loved Battleship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you love that movie. I love America. America. All right, so that's that piece of shit dealt with. So heading into the holidays, so what else we got, what else we got coming out? What's our next uh, What's our next flick? Uh, so the next movie is gonna be Rare Exports: A Christmas Tale. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> foreign um, films. Not much of an action, I don't think. It's more adventure horror. That's fine, but yeah. fuck it, it's Christmas. 
It's Christmas. We get to. Uh, hopefully, this is a more delicious Christmas treat than uh, Reindeer Games was. I'm glad we got Reindeer Games out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that's behind us. <laughs> yeah. We never have to talk about it again. I mean, I guess, you know, to balance the scales that we might have to do Ronan at some point. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, wait, before we uh, do that, we did, the, we did that next episode. Rare exports, yeah. Yeah, rare exports. You just got to do your spiel, that's it. Oh, okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please check us out on... Uh, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please tell a friend and we'll see you next week.